When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents In a World of Football Podcasts that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back. Wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun. Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bogman. Oh, the yummy silence. Oh, it tastes so good, you guys. All the props go to you. You're amazing. It's the way the world. And the well. I would give somebody $20 if Antonio Gates goes before you. <laughs> There's only two picks. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. That's like $4 in American now because of the Brexits. <laughs> Coming to your ears. What is up, friendos, and welcome in to In This League. I'm the Welsh. That is the Bogman Week 8 Ranks, and we have got Roto-Wire's Jeff Erickson. He's going to be joining us to talk about all the plays for this week in what is a solid rank because they're all playing. There's no bye weeks for whatever reason in Week 8. Just everybody's playing. So differentiating guys that can jump up. There's just such a bigger player pool. And I also think the tiers have kind of established themselves. But guess what? We're going to talk about all those plays, where it's sneaky. We have got only a few voicemails, which we'll talk about when we get there, and all the latest and greatest around. Mr. Scott Bogman, I'm going to see you in less than one week as our Arizona Diamondbacks have made the World Series. Let's go, baby. We are intertwining all of our football and baseball. I know football people probably don't care about that, but uh, Bogman is coming out here, and you're putting everything to the test because... The well, I guess you're not going to be worried anymore about the the Steelers Thursday night game because you're going to no. be out here way earlier. But uh, Bogman is coming out for World Series Game Three, and then uh, we don't know game about four. Game Four. I'm sorry, Game Four. And then you've got Thursday night football here in Phoenix. You'll be watching your Steelers. There's other games out here. First pitch conference, but either way, is we will be live and in Technicolor in person in a mere week. There's a lot going on. Uh, There's a lot going on the next week. Just a lot going on uh, this week. Uh, You know, we don't usually, we're not used, we're used to the baseball season being done three weeks ago. Oh, the Diamondbacks don't even usually make the playoffs. I'm used to like September 15th being like, all right, let's move on. Let's let's, let's make it all football right now. We We did lose 101 games two years ago. So that, that does happen. So, um, but yeah, so it is, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and we have a lot of football in between too. No bye weeks this week. So strange. Such so a weird stupid. thing. So I guess dumb. this is, I think Amazon world services is like making the schedule for the NFL now. And they do like 10 billion. So, Je- so Jeff Bezos just owns the NFL. He just do what he wants. I think, I think they use that service to help make the NFL schedule with the bye weeks and everything. And like they do uh, 8 jillion different, but what was the point? Like you had one week with like four, one week with six or one week or two, whatever the hell it is. Like just, Give them this is weeks. what our AI overlords have told us to do, so we're doing oh, yeah. it. So it uh, AI I mean, yeah, it's it's the first. I think maybe the first instance of it or whatever. But yeah, it's uh, 
very strange, harder to rank this week because there's like almost too many players. Yeah. It feels like because we got so used to bye weeks, but um, should be a fun one. I like that everyone's up, at least for fantasy, because Bipocalypse was I mean, listen, Bipocalypse for me was actually OK. I won two games on like, you know, by less than a point, which was a lot of fun. I was high score in both of our guillotine leagues, not even close to being eliminated. So I like that uh, loss in my home league on uh, Monday night football. Didn't like that. That was the worst part, but yeah, pretty good week last week and looking forward to all of the teams playing this week. One of the more interesting things that came out of this past week was the Atlanta Falcons situation. And you know, it was so funny because you said this and I dismissed it and I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. Cause he was sick, but you know, that whole Bijan Robinson stuff, the NFL actually investigated because they were like, why was there no information about it with the headache? It wasn't diarrhea. Apparently it was headaches or whatever, which makes it worse, by the way, like put him out there with the, with the shits, but you know, he's got uh, a headache and a migraine and stuff and they're not putting him out there. I, I couldn't understand it. The NFL investigated. We've had so much more to it as well. want to point out, I got a, a notice because listen, I do majority of the things I talk about here on like bets and stuff. I do them. I had multiple Dijon Robinson bets this past week. And the most frustrated thing wasn't about that. They didn't necessarily, I mean, I was frustrated with, they didn't disclose the injuries and it wasn't even about them not necessarily using him. It was that you had this headache that was going to limit him and you still played him, but you played him like seven snaps. And one rush, which if he hadn't played, it would have given us, it would have canceled our bets and we would have got our money back. It was so frustrating. And the lack of disclosure was frustrating. Well, DraftKings actually refunded the Bijan Robinson bets, which is pretty fascinating. But everybody. Well, that's nice, but you can't not start him in your fantasy leagues, you know, and uh, everybody taking accountability is my point, except for one person who takes no accountability Maybe the worst person in the NFL now, officially, Arthur, Arthur Smith and his stupid mustache. Every week there's different obstacles, Josh. Whether you got three running backs, teams have to prepare for our three running backs, right? So whoever has the hot hand. Again, maybe I'll have to go tell Rabes that, hey, Algier got the hot hand. I'm going to give him 15 carries. Maybe that's what I need to do. Um, that's where we're headed. What the so hell is he talking about? And their, uh, fantasy team. So, Maybe I'll, ask, maybe I'll yell across the Braves. Hey, we're going to I didn't hear what you said. So I need to do. Um, that's where we're headed. So make sure I don't upset anybody on their uh, fantasy team. So maybe I'll have, maybe I'll yell across the Braves. Hey, we're going to give the CP another carry here. So it's not, hold on. I'm so mad about this because this is not about fantasy. This is about the NFL getting in bed with betting. That is the bigger issue here. Like the fantasy teams and the psychos that, yelled Arthur Smith about his game plan and all that stuff, whatever. I don't like build your team the best way to win it. However you think you're going to win. But this is about the NFL getting in bed with gambling websites. The line would shit would have shifted. If Bijan wasn't going to play so much would have happened if you had reported this properly. And if we're going to take out all the stuff on the players who gamble, not on football on the work site and suspend them I know they made just made adjustments and everything, but if we're going to get deep into the weeds with that, if you are going to do something against that, again, you should be held accountable as well. So don't get pissy with a reporter asking a question about it and answer like a smart ass with your fantasy football nonsense. Yeah. Well, like, also, I, I don't I'm not yeah, even sure so much. This pisses me off. 
I don't know if this question so much was about, I mean, you probably need the whole context for you to piss. I don't know if this was about the gambling stuff. This is about the usage. It doesn't of matter though. Robinson. It doesn't matter because the NFL got in bed with the gambling stuff. So everyone has to be held accountable. We're, we're uh, dragging these players names through the mud when they're gambling on a game that they're not even in. Yeah. Uh, like Calvin Ridley got suspended for a year. That, that's my whole point is like, it doesn't really matter what the angle of the question was because you need to be reporting this because the NFL is in bed with the books now. Like yeah. you just everyone, ha everything in the game needs to be above board. Everything, even this. Well, I know what I also mistake, you know, but if he would have said, look, I made a mistake. It's not going to happen again. That would have been fine. But, you know, going off in your nonsense fantasy football crap. I I want to knock his teeth out. Well, what I, I don't like him. more about that outside of your take on it is like, it's also being dismissive of being like, oh, well, the fantasy people want Bijan to be out there because he's the best player. Like, it's not a fantasy. I, and Adam Levitan, I think, said this uh, most succinctly on a tweet. He said, the problem with Arthur Smith's philosophy, in my opinion, using your best players optimally isn't a fantasy football take. It's how you yes. win actual games. That's what he said. Yeah. And I could not agree more with that. Like fantasy owners, you get pissed because he is clearly the best player on that team that doesn't get used because he's like, no, we like, we have three running backs and we like to play the hot hand. And it's like, why would you not play your best player on top of not playing your best player? You're also absolutely gaming the system and not disclosing something that would keep yes. him from the game. Back to your point, Arthur Smith just stinks. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I don't uh, I think people are going overboard on the fantasy football stuff, because like I said, I thought Arthur Smith was a genius for the way he, uh, you know, revamped this old line. Matt Ryan just gets murdered for a year and he goes, this line can't pass block. We're going to turn into a run first team. We're going to run the ball down team's throat. We're not going to put our crappy QBs who can't move in a position to get sacked. That I thought that was very smart of him. And. Everybody hates it for fantasy because you have Kyle Pitts and Drake London and blah, blah, blah. I understand that. But with your personnel being so bad at pass blocking, you have to make this adjustment. And he did it. I thought that was very smart. But I think this is such a cop-out bullcrap answer. I think everything you said, you know, uh, is right. This is, it's beyond fantasy football. You have to report if your guy is hurt or sick or injured or whatever. Like, you got to do it, and you didn't do it. So uh, don't give me the fan the same fantasy football crap that you do every single week. I hate that. I yeah, hate I, I I think the coaches and players, I don't care about your fantasy team, is as old and play out and as stupid as the big, disgusting, fat losers who yell at players online because they didn't perform for their same, fantasy yeah. team. So I, I think it is one I am I, as sick as I am of those losers who scream about at players for not doing stuff for them is the guys that are like, I don't care about your fantasy team and I have to throw in fantasy to everything when people get frustrated, whether it is fantasy related or not. It's like, it's pretty easy to understand. You should play your best players. And also you should disclose when any players have issues because of everything you mentioned. There are, uh, uh, there's a lot of money and things tied in and the NFL is in bed with all of these things. DraftKings for DFS and, and for uh, overall gambling and fantasy, those are in bed to this sport. So you can dismiss it all you want, but it plays it's as important. big of a role as anything in the growth of all sports is fantasy because it gets people invested um, further and further and further as does betting. So it's just, it's a, it, it's a, it's just old man yells at cloud. Whatever brings mentality. eyes to the NFL. I mean, they're doing the Nickelodeon stuff with the toy story and all that stuff. Like 
whatever pathway you get to bringing more eyes to the NFL is positive towards the game, and this hurts it. Yeah. So I, I think I think he should absolutely be taken to the woodshed for this. Yeah, I thought it was just weird, and everyone was jumping on just the stupid press conference of it. Every every little element of it too is just like, like so. If he like, said, "Hey, he had a headache the night before. We weren't sure if that was something that was going to last into Sunday, and we didn't report it because we didn't know." Like at least that is talking about the process and what happened instead of, well, I'll make sure to do that because of fantasy football next week or whatever. And he had to say the reporter's name, Josh, we do this every week, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, we're not asking you about running back usage. Stupid. We're asking you about why Bijan wasn't on the injury report. Answer the question. Don't dodge it. I hate that. Yeah, it is. It's, but I'd also get it. uh, Last, lastly, it just, it um, gives credence to the concerns when a books are refunding the money and B the NFL is investigating why things weren't reported. So it's not a nothing burger as much as he wants to make it out to be nothing. It's not nothing when the NFL and books are both backtracking at least on it, not being a thing. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, it's a, it was a wild situation, but Hey, I got some free bets that, I mean, they didn't give my money back. They gave it in free bets. So Let's go Zay Flowers. Uh, let's talk about some of the stuff. We got Jeff Erickson coming on here in just a little bit from RotoWare, our good friend, who we're going to be seeing out here uh, in just like a week or two as well, which I guess I'm will have said like 12 times and no one will care anymore. <laughs> but that is going to happen. Uh, a couple things that are floating out in the ethers. Kyler Murray, full participant in practice on Wednesday, but it is not expected to play, I think I saw until week 10 or after week 10. One of the okay. two. One of those well- two. That- Last week, they said two weeks. So I was not expecting him this week. No, somebody commented on that when you were talking up that it was out there that he wasn't going to play until like week 10. It was from Jarecki that I saw it two weeks. That Jarecki said he was going to play? No, he said the expectation is two weeks from now. So not week uh, seven, not week eight, but week nine. So yeah. So maybe they're going to be on a bye? week nine or 10 uh the niners are on by in week nine so it is possible that the cardinals are also so that uh, might be nope it's the broncos lions jacksonville and san francisco the cardinals in week nine play the on the road against the browns week 10 is at home against the falcons yeah so, so i think at home at against home the falcons is sure. week 10 is probably the spot also that you're gonna coming off a busted knee maybe don't put them out against the browns so maybe not Brock Purdy not expected to pass concussion proto uh, before Sunday, and Sam Darnold is likely to start. I didn't even see that. Is that for real? Yeah, I mean, uh, Purdy went into the the proto late, and usually proto takes six to seven days. So uh, if you don't follow proto, brother, you're going to be out. So Sam Darnold looks like wheels up. I mean, can't be much worse than it was. Yeah, look, uh, Purdy has... Purdy has turned into a little bit of a pumpkin. Oh, he's oh, he's God. back to all the things that made me frustrated of him being the starting court. He is making Jimmy Garoppolo-like play. Last week, never been more frustrated. The, the Browns game was tough. That Vikings game, the throws that he made, not going to Brandon Ayuk in the second half, th- kick him to the moon. I am like, if we see more of that, never again. No, I don't want, I don't, I want Sam Darnold as a quarterback if we're going to see that. I love Purdy. I don't know what's been going on the last two weeks. This last game was the, was exponentially more frustrating than Cleveland because he made every dumb ass Jimmy Garoppolo mistake you can make. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Sam Darnold. And I wonder if he's super crisp, are we gonna have maybe a QB debate for I mean, your Niners can never settle on one guy, it feels like. 
you know, as soon as you go out and draft Trey Lance, then um, Jimmy G comes in and plays great, you know, uh, and, and Trey Lance can't stay healthy and Jimmy G comes in and plays well again. And then Jimmy G gets hurt. And then Brock Purdy looks amazing. We're going to Brock Purdy and now Brock Purdy looks like crap. And now we're going to Sam Darnold. It is the Niners musical chair at quarterbacks, but it really doesn't matter who's back there if they're if they're clean. If they're clean, the game plan is going to win because there's so many good playmakers. But Purdy has absolutely not been clean. Go trade for Kirk Cousins. That's all that Shanahan's wanted for four years, anyways. Was Kirk Cousins Kirk to be a forty-niner? So get yourself some Kirk is set. All right. Well, Sam Darnold's going to come in. He'll be a game manager. Should be lots of Christian McCaffrey. Um, that makes me like that game a little bit less. But maybe he'll just throw to I. I, I expect a lot of George Kittle in that game. Backup quarterbacks. I expect tight ends to go. I think. Whatever you know, what I haven't even looked this morning at the Niners. I haven't paid attention to where their props are, and I unfortunately don't think we're going to see the stuff up until Sunday. They're going to hold it yeah. back until there's well, more definitive. out, yeah, and they and even uh, Shanahan has said there's still time that Brock could pass Proto. So if he does, great. But I think I don't think he's going to. Well, they, okay, there are numbers right don't. now. So check this oh. out. You can get. Uh, George Kittle at 42 and a half receiving yards. Brandon Ayuk is at 59 and a half. Those are the two 49ers that are up right now. And not that this is a betting thing, but, and then the receptions, you can, you can't get any 49ers receiver on the reception. So you can get yeah. the receiving yards, but not, but I think Darnold would be more of a game manager. Um, lots of Christian McCaffrey, maybe some Eli Mitchell. I think if you're Sam Darnold, you're, uh, you know, if you're Sam Darnold, you're, you, this is a audition for not just the Niners job, but another job anywhere else. So you may want to go out there and fling it. So uh, I don't know. Might see a couple line audibles and more passing plays. I think it's either going to be like a three touchdown or a three pick game for Purdy. It's going to go one way or the other. You mean Darnold or Darnold? Yes. Excuse yeah. me. Well, one more week like that with Purdy and let's call the Cowboys and get Trey Lance. back. <laughs> so I'm getting over it. Uh, PJ Walker going to start for the Browns. So we got some backup quarterbacks this week that are going. PJ Walker makes the Browns blah, little blah. We also have a question on if Daniel Jones is going to, I actually wouldn't mind if Tyra Taylor keeps going. Tyra Taylor's getting uh, Waller involved. Jalen Hyatt's getting the ball. He's just getting the ball to the guys that need to get it. So I would not hate, but I think Daniel Jones might have sat out Wednesday and maybe had a limited practice on Thursday. I think it's one more week for Daniel Jones going to be down. Uh, so uh, I think this is another Tyrod week. And then I think they go back to, to Danny Dimes. So, I mean, look, if he's healthy, he's their guy. They paid him. So um, he's going to be the guy come hell or high water here. But Brian Dayball loves to yell in his face with cameras on those guys. So, yeah, it uh, looks like he's getting pretty frustrated here. Uh, Roshan also still in proto got a clear proto bro. Uh, he practiced he full practice yesterday. Okay. Uh, everything well, they, he, they're allowed proto, to do then. when he's in proto in, in produce proto. Uh, pro, why can't I say proto <laughs> proto? I had a stroke there for like two seconds. <laughs> I have cool. never seen you have a like me stroke. You want hot. You call. You yeah. said he's in produce. <laughs> I, well, I, that I said, because I was going to say proto. I was like, why am I saying proto protocol? Produce? protocol. So, yeah, proto. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. And, and we talked with Deepak about the the guys that last longer than a week in concussion protocol are, you know, they, they might stick around for three. So th this would be his third week. I guess it was a bad concussion or took longer for him to get over whatever. But he's doing everything he can in practice. So I'm assuming he's going to pass today or tomorrow. So we'll see. 
Yeah, we'll see where that ends up and going. Then you like, and I are going to have a bet on Foreman. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Yeah, you'll hear yeah. in a little bit. Bogman and I yell about Roshan and Deontay and everything, but um, I, I don't think, regardless of what happens, Roshan can be unleashed after coming off of Proto, especially off of uh, uh, Foreman's performance, but it'll affect ranks. A couple other injury things, and then the Wednesday DMPs, if you guys are uh, worried about them. Will Levis likely to start for the Titans uh, with Tannehill in question, not Malik? Yeah, I was surprised by this. I, I saw this, um, I want to say yesterday morning. And I look, Will, Will Levis is a guy that they they drafted more recently, right? And that was kind of the writing on the wall of, we don't trust Malik. But then Malik won the backup job out of camp. So, but I guess now with Tannehill down, they want to see what Will Levis has. I, I'm a little surprised not going to be Malik, and I'm not 100% convinced we're going to know who it is, uh, 100%. But I guess, fine, let's see what we have with Will Levis and go from there. But Did you hear also the Titans are making calls on moving Hopkins? I heard, yeah, aren't isn't everybody up because they just traded uh, Bayard to the Eagles? So. Yeah, it looks like they're ready to just like unload. There are also some Derrick Henry rumors out there. I would love to see Derrick Henry on another team. To be honest, like I think the Titans are one of those teams that they need to tank and because uh, you know, uh, Mike Rabel is a very good coach. I also think I we could see him leave Tennessee and go somewhere else um, because it's just not working in Tennessee for him anymore. But yeah, this team, this roster is not good. Rabel and his staff. Like they wring every drop out of this towel. They do, but I just don't think that the towel is good enough here. Um, this is not a good team. So uh, we got Zach Ertz placed on the IR with a quad injury. Also, I, I, uh, I don't see it on here, and I think we mentioned it, but Dawson Knox also likely to be placed on the IR. So you've got two new tight ends in the market, Kincaid, who uh, I don't know if we even talked about much in here, but just he's in a phenomenal spot right now. And then you're going to have uh, McBride, who's going to be the main tight end. I don't know if it matters, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm happier for this for when we get Kyler in, because when we have a viable QB, and Josh Dobbs did a great job for a couple weeks there, but now the book is out on him. He is getting run over. All of his, all of his short reads are taken away, um, and they're really they're really getting after him. So it's time whenever Murray comes in, it's time and it's better for McBride then. But it, but I still, I think almost anyone that's not Marquise Brown is going to be hit or miss as long as Dobbs is quarterback here. Cause yeah. uh, it's just, it's Marquise Brown and nobody right now. Uh, Frank Reich said that the Panthers backfield can be a little bit of a committee. You're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Miles Sanders returning from a shoulder injury. So just keep that in mind. Bogman's going to talk up Chuba Hubbard and Chris Olave was rested for speeding and it was fine. Uh, it might have something later on, but it's going to have literally no effects to. Yeah. I thought game. like everyone giving Olave so much crap for saying, yeah, I played for the saints in the cop going and, but I mean, if I played for the Saints, I'm doing anything I can to get out of bed. Everybody's acting like yeah. they wouldn't. Are you kidding? Dude, Diamondbacks are going to the World Series. I'm hitting everybody up. I'm like, I'm on CVS and Fantasy Pros, and I like the Diamondbacks, and can somebody hook uh, use use everything? That uh, You know what? Hat tip to Olave. He wasn't uh, uh, an a-hole. He was totally fine. Maybe he, he name-dropped the little Saints. He, he, was spe- he wasn't drunk. He's not Mar- Amazuna from the Braves. He wasn't like out there slurring his words. Like you know what you should start man. doing? They'd be like, license to registration, 
And he should be like sliding like some autographed cards. And here's my license, my registration. Here's mm. my rookie card. Uh, here's, yeah, yeah. Here's a 10 of 10. This Oh, I found this football that's here. And Are you I'll trying sign to the, bribe an officer right now, sir? I Officer, I want to sign the ticket and this card and this football. And if you got a helmet, I'll sign that too. Whatever you need. Let's just move on. So I would do all of it. Uh, it's all good with Olave. Yeah, you get the one cop in New Orleans that's a Bucks fan. You know, yeah. If you did that, so they'd be, oh, really? You're resisting arrest now. Look at that. It's like, I think football players are overpaid. We got school teachers that need to be making school teachers Why? making thirty five thousand dollars, and you Why did you break his knee with the with your baton? Uh, no, it's not because I'm a Bucks fan. It's he was resisting arrest. You shouldn't do that. So <laughs> go Panthers. All right, uh, some Wednesday DNPs. Ken Walker with the calf. I don't know if I'm that worried about it, but don't love it. Um, Tyler yeah. Lockett with the hamstring DK might be lining back up Tyler Lockett here. Just, I don't know. I think it bodes okay for JSN to hold some value. This one I am concerned <laughs> JSN about. sucks. Well, I hate no. him. Well, I hate Gino for also not throwing him in the second half. It's not JSN. Well, he dropped it. He dropped, I know, he dropped one, one, but he got he no other targets. Beaters. Well, not good for the 49ers. Debo Smith with the shoulder. Debo Smith. Who's Debo Smith? Uh, Debo Smith. Oh, yeah, I was looking at the thing. Um, okay. No chance of Debo Samuel plays this weekend i think that with a bye week coming up absolutely no chance that they're going to put him out there with the shoulder yeah i don't know why they would you know so you let him rest up outside i mean they love losing games so the only other reason would be or uh, you know they lost two in a row oh my god favorite thing to do favorite thing throw picks lose games make sure you don't have debo out there so they can lose a third straight so they can go into the bye with all those losses and Kyle Shannon could be like, this is my fault. This is their fault. Sam Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not Arthur Smith. I think, he'll, I think he'll hold himself accountable. All right, maybe. All right. Uh, Hawkinson's got a foot thing. Raheem Mostert with an ankle. The, the <laughs> I mean, I'm not like a Tarantino foot like thing. Tarantino, yeah. yeah. Foot thing. Some Hayek sticking her foot in his mouth, pouring tequila down her leg. Yeah. It's he's got a foot thing here. Uh, Mostert with the ankle. Zach Moss got an elbow, Musgrave ankle, Tannehill ankle. Uh, cream hunt a hip all of those could be of yeah. concern but the biggest one now that i'm thinking about it this probably should have led the show and i forgot about it tyreek hill there are some talk practice that today. okay he did practice fall. okay so never mind so good that we didn't because there was some serious like we might not be playing or it might have been weekend. limited but i was reading the report and they're like he did all of his high intensity stuff on the sideline like he's fine so he's gonna play Okay, let's check that out. Because I, mean, I saw just, some stuff. I literally just read it before the the pod started. So, um, oh yeah, because yesterday this was Tua saying if we couldn't have Tyreek, that would be tough. But the show goes on. That was the yesterday stuff, and early this morning it was more of the same. But if he practiced in full today, I'm not seeing anything about him practicing. But um, let's see, practice, practice. Talk about practice, Tyreek Hill practice. Um, I still don't see anything. So I guess we'll, we'll take uh Dolphins wide receiver. Tyree kills back at practice, bringing normal cheetah energy as Kirk Franklin plays. He'll let later ran routes. I mean, I might be having a stroke. I think really. uh, caught passes and did his normal high intensity cutting drills. Look like cheetah. Good sign after he missed practice with hip injury yesterday. Excellent. From Cameron Wolf. So yeah, but. Those players, someone was like, oh, yeah, you know, we might be out for, we might miss him for a couple of weeks, but we'll be okay. And it's like, don't say that stuff. Guy missed one practice and he's back with it. Did you see that video too, by the way, about the, um, a couple of weeks ago when he got the touchdown and he tried to give his mom the football Did and you the see guy this? stole it yeah, and yeah, the guy yeah. grabbed it, but then the guy gave it back to his mom, Tyreek Hill 
then showed up at a restaurant that the guy was at and brought him an autographed football. That's and the so guy, awesome. it yeah. was so cool. And he even talked about it. And the guy was like, I didn't know it was your mom. He's like, I'll be honest. He's like, I see the best wide receiver in the NFL throw a football. I'm going to try to get it. But yeah. had I known it was your mom, I would have moved out of the way. And Tyreek brought him an autographed football and showed up at the restaurant. It was pretty. I mean, the guy was like, I feel like we knew this guy. I've, I've seen, I've know 12 of these type of guys. He's like, <laughs> oh my God, you're the coolest effing dude and blah, blah, blah. And he's sitting at this restaurant just drunk off his, I mean, this guy is always <laughs> drunk, but he was so appreciative. And I thought that was cool that Tyreek did that. Yeah, I mean, look, Tyreek is a guy that has not had a lot of good press, right? Yeah. So uh, it, it is, um, it's always nice to see him doing some good stuff there. So uh, I don't know if this completely wipes away some of the other stuff that he's done, but it, it's, you know, at least he's looking good. Yeah, he's not okay. slapping people. That's a good thing. That's true. It's really good when he's not slapping people. Uh, any of those other injuries of major concern for you? Kareem Hunt? Uh, no, Mostert. I mean, it's, it was Wednesday on a lot of those. So Wednesday, like we know, is the veteran rest day. Like you said, I think Walker will be fine. I think Lockett's more of a question mark. Uh, Hawkinson should be fine. We haven't really heard a lot of negative about Mostert. Uh, Musgrave is a question. Tannehill's probably not going. Kareem Hunt is a big question with Jerome Ford already down. Pierre Strong might be up big this week yeah. if Kareem can't go. So, and even if Kareem plays, he's probably limited. So, I think Pierre Strong is going to have a decent role uh, for a, Cleveland this week. A couple of these were updated uh, for today that I can see. This is on the Roto World. Musgrave still did not practice. We did get Aaron Jones practicing. Zach Moss returned to practice. And though Tyrod Taylor is lining up to play, Dana Jones limited practice on Thursday. So just yeah, I mean it's mind. a neck injury for Danny Dimes, so maybe not because of that. But if he practiced today, he's probably playing. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got Jeff Erickson from RotoWire. We're talking about all of our big plays and voicemails on the other side, right here on In This League. But I do want to remind you guys to go and check us out at InThisLeague.com. Didn't even mention it uh, so far today. Not that way. I guess we need to. InThisLeague.com on the Patreon. Do it today. Sign up. Access to us and have so much fun. InThisLeague.com. Jeff Erickson right after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make. In this league. I'm the smartest guy in the world. Says who? IQ test you took in prison. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. Week 8 ranks joining us is Roto-Wire's own Jeff Erickson, one of our dear friends who we will be seeing in a mere week or so. And I get to say... We, not the royal we, but the actual we, because yes, Bogman <laughs> in person, 
with me in Arizona and the poker master and the master over at uh, Rotowire. It's Jeff Erickson. What's up, buddy? Doing well, guys. Keeping busy, uh, doing the multi-sport life like you guys there, as always. And uh, it's a, what a great time for that. And what a great time for you guys. I mean, yeah, Diamondbacks going to the World Series. Uh, I mean, Bog, do you have any like love for the Rangers now that you're in <laughs> Texas or not even a little? Um, even a little. No, okay. I mean, I'm from the, like the greater Houston area. I was actually rooting for the Astros, not because Ooh. I like the Astros, but because it would have been cheaper to go uh, to an Astros game for me. I wouldn't have had to buy a flight and all that sure. stuff, but um, and they've gone to the World Series a bunch. You know, it's old news in Houston, so the tickets don't go uh, crazy, but they are crazy in Phoenix, and I paid for them, and I am ready to go. You know, I I actually haven't had little affinity for the Rangers because I live next to their spring complex. I literally live less than five minutes away from it. I spent tons of time there, and they were a preseason. They were my big preseason bold prediction bogs, if you remember. Was uh, the Rangers just after seeing them in camp so much? I was like, this team is going to. I don't remember what the prediction was, but they were my singular team prediction, and then they felt, and then they came back up. But football fans don't care, but. ITL fans definitely know uh, the Diamondbacks affinity. And what is so cool is the pitch conference. Baseball HQ's conference is coming out next week. So it is all baseball people, but there are a lot of football heads that are coming out. There are people that are covering. Jeff does. Bubba. There's a lot of people that are paying attention to it. So uh, that is going to be fun. And a lot of us all together. And we will. We've uh, we have played poker with and hung out with Jeff for years and years now in the conference so it's just very nice to catch up with you uh before we get into all the action you can follow him on twitter at jeff underscore erickson i don't know if i've seen jeff very sober uh maybe pretty sober but uh, <laughs> i've seen I, jeff sober what are you talking uh, what type of uh, message are you trying to create here Bogman? i'm just saying i have a great time when i hang out with jeff that's all yeah. i'm saying so <laughs> your, your sample time. size is night times at first pitch arizona and yeah yes the beer is flowing i mean it wavers it wavers so i i come in sober i don't know if i leave that way so well, there, there you go. go that's all i'm saying <laughs> jeff yeah well it's great to have you sober here jeff that's that's a great no no guy. me sober <laughs> oh I'm i thought sober. you were saying jeff i was yeah, like no yeah yeah thanks jeff the drunk for coming uh, on our show appreciate that jeff no me i'm sober yeah oh yeah. god that's so funny all right well we're talking uh week eight ranks everybody's back they're all back so no more buys, all the players. When we get to it, I will tell you the difficulty I have in one spot. To the second, I still haven't filled it out because what we do every single week, we go through quarterback, running back, wide receiver. We've got a couple placeholders, you know, surprise wide receiver one, surprise uh, running back two, all that type of stuff. We'll go through our favorite plays of the week. Still some difficulty, especially when you're comparing it against, you know, the consensus ranks that are out there and, you're trying to find a guy that can be a surprise RB one that isn't typically. And then you look at the ranks and you're like, well, these are all the RB ones. I don't know who else can get there. So that is what makes it difficult. A real quick look at last week, Boggs. Um, we had you, me and D bro. I'm trying to see if there's any that stood out. I don't think I had Zay flowers. I had Drake London. Uh, all of my guys were fine, but I don't think they really stood out. You had Rasheed rice, which was definitely a good play. Your logic on Roshan goes to Deontay. And Debro had Jonathan Taylor, which was, you know, just a good play from last week. So a couple of decent plays in there. So well, so now Jordan love looks like garbage. He looks like crap. He looks so bad. Uh, And we might talk about it here. So Jeff, how we do it. uh, We start with the surprise quarterback of the week. Your surprise quarterback one. We are going to let you kick it off. We do uh, snake draft style. So a, you know, relatively non-typical QB one, but 
circumstances might throw them in there that you think is going to be a high-end quarterback for the week? So the matchup isn't great, but I've got some strong Jameis 30 for 30 vibes on Gardner Minshew this year for the rest of the way. Lots of turnovers, lots of points. I think it's all going to happen on a pretty regular basis. There's going to be some games where the turnovers weigh more heavily than the, 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 the plus but he's quick enough to scramble. Uh, he, he can get you that rushing touchdown, as we saw last week. I've got him. It's barely in the, as a QB one. I've got him at like 11. But I really struggled, guys, to be honest, to push somebody up into that this week. I feel like there's 10 that I like. And after that, it's a little squishy. So Gardner Minshew against the Saints at home is uh, my surprise. Man, I will tell you, it did it again, too, Boggs. I'm looking here. I did my ranks last night. Maybe my own submission didn't help it. And I see guys, my quarterback, Cheater. when we go in, is just up <laughs> high, too. And, and I'm saying this to, uh, to have the appreciation of Gardner Minshew being the name here because Minshew could have even been in the sleeper quarterback range because I think there are some, there are some questions that are tied in with a really tough defense and he might not have been into that spot. So Minch is a really good one. So I don't know if I'm going to pivot off of mine, but uh, Gardner Minshew up for Jeff Boggs, who is your surprise QB one for the week with you guys. I thought the, the top 12 were pretty, you know, that that's about right. Uh, And it it danced a little bit over the last couple of days, but I went with Matthew Stafford against Dallas and Dallas has a good pass defense. They have a great pass rush. We know that. The offensive line for the Rams is a little shaky, but we also know that their run game is not as stellar as it was. So, you know, with Daryl Henderson and Royce Freeman coming in, I think we're just going to see a lot of Matt Stafford passing. So, you know, Cooper Cup wheels up, Puka Nakua wheels up, and uh, hopefully the the rest of those guys work out as well. And I would like one running back. I don't like this running back by committee, but it's tough to choose when your choices are Daryl Henderson and Royce Freeman. Sounds like the running backs of an expansion franchise right now, but uh, that's what's happening in LA. So let's roll with Matt Stafford getting some passes. All right. So I'm, I'm the big fat cheater. I mean, I, I will mention a couple other quarterbacks that I like, but the guy I picked last night was at like 14 or 15 on consensus ranks that we are comparing against fantasy pros. And he is now inside the top 10. I've got him higher And it's just C.J. Stroud. So I did my work on C.J. Stroud. I've picked him so many times this year. I love C.J. Stroud. Carolina giving up the seventh most fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. They're also giving up the second most passing touchdowns in only three games that have been played over the last four. Stroud also has two passing touchdowns in four of his last five. But it is cheating, I guess, because he is now up to nine. I have met seven <clears throat> this week. I have met yeah. seven. But I wrote I, him down first, guys. When when Boggs wrote, reached out to me and said, hey, this is what we're doing. That's the first name I wrote down. And then yeah. I looked at those ranks this morning like, ah, and I had to pivot pretty quick. I did not look at anything this morning. I did all of it last <laughs> night, and I was in the clear, and I knew this was going to happen. But I also kind of like Dak Prescott, who's in at 12 this week. I kind of mm-hmm. pushed him up just a little, uh, little tidbit there. So let's go into the next quarterback because this one is still in play here. And my sleeper quarterback for the week. So this is a guy, you know, much deeper play. Maybe it's more super flex. It's what level of trustability. It's not a QB one, but it's a guy that you think could have a good week. I'm going with Mac Jones. And I feel kind of gross about saying that with Mac Jones in general. Mac Jones comes in at 25 at QB. I've got him I think at 19 or 20. Last four weeks, Miami is giving up the third most passing touchdowns to quarterbacks. 
the sixth most passing yards as well. When you look at the wide receiver numbers that have been given up by Miami, it also works really in favor of someone I'm going to talk about here in a little bit. But sometimes the logic simply in play is I think Miami could be up on this game and this is going to be uh, New England playing from behind. Except what will be if Tyreek Hill's not there. I don't know how efficient Miami's offense will be in general, but they're starting to click, New England is. Mac Jones is starting to find some rhythm. He's got uh, Kendrick Bourne. The running back's getting going a tiny bit. This is just a surprise quarterback play. Would not be shocked to see a two-touchdown performance from Mac Jones against Miami because they have just struggled a little bit about stopping overall high-end quarterbacks. So I think this could be a top 20 play this week, but there is a big clump of players that belong in there. Mac just kind of stands out to me. So that's my surprise QB one of the week. Bogman, uh, we snake it back to you. Yeah, this is um, this is. Are you picking a bad QB against a tough defense, or a, uh, or against a bad defense, or a good QB against a good defense? Here is pretty much the options we have this week for the second spot. I'm gonna homer out. I'm gonna roll with my boy Kenny Pickett against Jacksonville. They're giving up. The, <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. Jeff. See, I told you it was got him. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kenny Pickett against Jacksonville. Look. Um, they're giving up the second most passing yards in the NFL this year. The Chargers are the only team giving up more than them. And, um, you know, Pittsburgh is supposed to be down in this game, even though they're at home. I get it. Uh, I also expect them to be down. I don't think they match up very well with Jacksonville. So I think we're going to see a lot of garbage yards out of Kenny late, which is, uh, you know, they all count the same for fantasy. So let's roll with Kenny. All right, Jeff, it goes to you. It sounds like you got (laughs) sniped here. The, the Pickens, are definitely a lot uh, thinner, even though all the guys are playing. It's just like the defining players that beat the odds, I think, is what's really tough here. So anybody else on quarterbacks this week? I was just like, oh, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. (laughs) Uh, Desmond Ritter, 8.1 yards, uh, 8 yards per passing attempt uh, The Titans are allowing right now this year. Um, I worry a little bit about game flow. Um, If the Falcons get a lead, we're gonna go full Arthur. They're gonna go for full Arthur Smith on them, but at the same time, you can't really run that well against Tennessee. They're getting healthier on defense. Tennessee's better at home than they are on the road defensively, so I think they're gonna to have to pass. So it's a hold my nose pick, but Desmond Ritter is my guy here. All right, uh, let's go over to quarterbacks, and we will snake right back to Mr. Jeff Erickson. We're talking about our surprise RB one of the week, and I will tell you right now, gentlemen, I. Still don't have my pick at this moment for this. (laughs) I stared at it so long last night and I went and I worked on my others. I I really found the guys I wanted to hone in on. But if if I'm sticking to my own rules of this game, finding a guy that is an atypical RB1, at least from a rank perspective, that qualifies at that spot. I just kept staring and staring at it and I couldn't find the guy that I could fall in love. And you know what my problem was too? It's actually the Thursday night game that had a couple of my picks. I probably, you know, the people listening to this probably would have picked Rashad White, if I'm being honest with you, or even James Cook. Those guys didn't qualify. So what say you, Jeff? Uh, An A-ish typical, I'm not going to kill anybody if it's a, you know, a guy that's right in the 11, 12 range, but who is your surprise RB one of the week? So like, I I, I struggle with this too. I mean, it, like, again, I looked at the rankings and there's Jameer Gibbs at 10. I can't use him uh, for this in the fantasy pro ranking. So that would have been my guy. Um, I'm with you. I'm going to go Damian Pierce. If he doesn't get it well this week, it never happens. Um, and then we can move on with our lives. But it, do- <laughs> it doesn't get better than this matchup against Carolina. Maybe this is a little bit of wish casting, but uh, it, it, it's got to be the one. Coming off a bye against a team that can't stop the run, 
But Devin Singletary is there taking his carries away from him. I don't know, but I'm going to go Pierce with this one. It's not a glowing endorsement. All right, Boggs, your surprise RB one of the week is who? This is the easiest one of the week for me. Uh, it's Derrick Henry. Look, uh, you, you're down a quarterback. And they're playing Atlanta. Atlanta is averaging less than 100 yards allowed, but it's Derrick Henry. So who is more likely to score a touchdown in the NFL any week than Derrick Henry? The answer is not a soul. So let's go with Derrick Henry. Okay. Probably not getting the yards, but maybe getting in the end zone twice against Atlanta. So give me give me, uh, give me, me the big man who is Maybe I was trying too hard with this here. I mean, if you can take Derrick Henry, I mean, I, I feel like he's, he's like a guy that's Almost usually in the top 12. Anyhow. He's 16. Yeah. He's, I don't know why, but he's 16 right now. So I was like, okay, let's roll with him. Sure. Well, um, <laughs> I don't like Welsh. He's still looking. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to settle on this because I think there's just a lot of different, I, I think a lot of the, the chalk guys just, uh, they, they sit where they sit. They sit in the place. Welsh, this guy is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, exactly. <laughs> I actually, uh, the Jameer Gibbs one with Jeff, I was totally with that. I'm going to go with Aaron no Jones this go week. Go with no headache, Bijan. No, He's I'm not. I'm not. Absolutely not. I'm done with that. I'm done with Arthur Smith. Arth, I, I could not be more done with a head coach, and I don't like to get into that whole space, but he's annoying, and he's going to continuously ride uh, Algier out there all season long, and we're going to see Bijan limited every single week. Is he good? Absolutely. He's awesome. He's just never going to get that volume. He might be, he, he might score into that range. I'm just not going to take him because of uh, last week. Not that I think they would uh, hide anything, but I'm going to go with Aaron Jones in this instance. He definitely didn't get the workload last week. We saw them baby him a tiny bit more than I wanted, but I think a week out of it, we're going to get a lot more healthy. He ended up getting 11 touches. They actually threw him the ball five times. He only caught three. I think that's going to expand against let me pull this up here. I had against the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are a little bit more prone on the receiving side as far as running backs go. And I think from a touchdown perspective, that's where we're going to get uh, some damage. I really worry about the um, the ability to throw the long ball with Green Bay. I don't know what happened. Christian Watson disappeared. I think it is more short yardage. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones as my surprise RB1 of the week. I don't love that one. I literally picked it as we were going here because I couldn't uh, I couldn't settle on them. But I do feel better about my other pick. So I'm going to slide over to Surprise RB2 of the week for week eight. And I'm going with your guy, Boggs, Najee Harris versus the Jaguars. Now, I'm going to leave this one slight thing open that my betting prowess this week might go to Jalen Warren, though, because I'm still a little bit torn on what they're going to do ultimately in the passing game. But Najee Harris looked good last week and they were giving him the ball even more a couple things for you i was shocked at this maybe you knew this box Najee harris is 13th in the nfl as far as running backs go in in breakaway yards overall he's also tied for the six most designed runs that went over 15 plus yards i would have never guessed it for a million dollars that Najee harris would be in there if you're watching Najee Harris, it's one yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, 15 yards. Yeah, There's well, that was like the Jerome Ford no thing, between. too. Yeah. yeah. But 13 most break uh, breakaway yards, six most designed 15-plus yard runs. And this is the one thing why the betting prowess might go to Jalen Warren, though. The Jaguars are currently giving up the most receptions to running backs over the last month, bar none. Way, way over. Four weeks, they've given 33 receptions up to running backs. And Najee Harris got the ball thrown to him finally. 
back with just like back in the uh, back in the day, we used to see that happen. And it's all been to Jalen Warren. I'm uncertain if Jalen Warren's going to be more involved this week in the past game, which is kind of why I want to bet him on the receiving side. But Najee Harris will get the carries. He's also going to get the ball in the receiving game. And I think he can be the surprise RB two of the week. And he comes in at RB 30 in half PPR. And I think he can be a top 24. So he's my surprise RB two of the week. You're up bugs. It's how quick running backs go, right? Is that you said back in the day for Najee and that was 2021. Yep. So uh, that's how quick the RB two years is like seven years in RB. <laughs> it's uh, dog life. years. Uh, you have to measure running backs in dog years. I feel like. Uh, this is actually the hardest one of the week for me uh, to pick. I kind of wanted to go with Najee, but I already had pick it. I didn't want to be too much of a homer uh, in this game, especially, I mean, the Steelers are not favored. So I went, I flip-flopped. I'm going to go with Chuba Hubbard against Houston here. And the reason I'm going to go there is because we heard uh, Frank Reich say it's going to be kind of a back by committee again this week with Miles Sanders up, but... That. Probably not 100%. So we don't like that, but we do like this matchup against Houston. So give me Chuba Hubbard to put up a couple yards and hopefully get in the end zone, maybe get a couple catches as well against the Texans, who are rested up uh, uh, coming off their bye week. But I'll go with Chuba because they overuse him a little bit. So let's go with him. All right. Yeah. yeah if you're a uh, surprise uh, RB2 for week eight. This is going to get, we're, we're, you want to go back in the day. Let's go Zeke Elliott. He scored two times <laughs> in a row. Should have had three scores. He had that long touchdown reception where he actually showed some breakaway speed on that pass play uh, against the Raiders there. Uh, Miami run, running back score well against Miami. It's a hidden little fact that, uh, you know, we've spent so much time watching their offense and it's fun and for good reason. But running backs actually score well against the uh, Dolphins. I, I think that the Pats, they, the, their, their pathway to staying close is grinding here and r- using the running game. Zeke's getting more and more work. You know, he's like RB 40 in the list here. So yeah, he, that qualifies as someone that's surprised it could climb up to RB two. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, I mean, I've been trying to be defensive of Ramondre Stevenson. I still kind of am, but Zeke just doesn't go away. It was no. actually weird. They didn't throw him the ball either last week. So it's a good thing for Ramondre Stevenson, but I feel like that's going to come back. So he's a, sure. a sneaky one of those dudes. All right. So your sleeper RB for the week, probably an atypical you know, top 24, maybe even a flex RB, someone that doesn't sit in that territory that you think could be a big old sleeper this week. Uh, let's go with Arizona and go with Justice Hill. Uh, I mean, go at Arizona with Justice Hill. The Ravens going against. Justice I almost Hill. picked this one, by the way. Um, you know, he didn't get the work last week in a blowout against the Lions, but I think more often than not, you're going to see him involved. And I, I think they're going to be in control of this game. They're going to see the running backs heavily involved. I think everybody's loving Gus Edwards because of his 180-yard reception, which basically doubled his receiving yards for his career. Uh, but Hill's the guy they throw to a little bit more in this. Uh, he, he's the one that, guy that can get move in open space. Plus, uh, you know, they've got some uh, Keaton Mitchell's banged up again. So I don't think Mitchell's a factor this week. So I think he'll get a little bit more work. I actually like this one a decent amount. I was sitting, I always want to go on Gus Edwards. I want to say like, he's going to be the guy, but this feels like a bounce back to Justice Hill because of what this team is going to be able to do. But I'll also talk about them here in a little bit as well. Boggs, your sleeper RB for week eight. Yeah, it looks like mine actually just climbed up to to spot 36 here. So uh, I'll stick with him though. I'll be a big fat cheater as well. Give me Devin Singletary. I'm going to go on the opposite uh, run of Jeff here because Singletary mm-hmm. has gotten they have split snaps all year long him and Damian Pierce for Houston but it's been Damian Pierce getting the carries until 
the last game they played a couple weeks ago, Singletary actually outtouched him. They use him a little bit more. I am curious to see if that is a continuing trend coming off the bye for them. So I'll roll him out and see what we get in a flex spot uh, in a deeper league. But I don't know. I just didn't like a lot of the matchups this week uh, in low in the running backs either. Yeah, I'll say um, from a running back rank perspective, the only difficulty is for what we're doing. And I've talked about this a couple of times, like for us ranking, I think there's difficulty. There's great options this week for fantasy. If you're playing deeper leagues, I think there's a lot of great options. There's a lot of, I mean, if Roshan comes out of proto, that is because he's 37 right now. I would love that one. Uh, I wouldn't actually, because I, I, Deontay Foreman's going nowhere. He's going absolutely nowhere. So it's, I don't he, think Roshan, I, I was not, inactive the first week, dude. They don't I, like him. And he, he just scored three touchdowns. He just scored three touchdowns. You think he would be inactive if hey, Roshan? Listen, guys, you're not a bigger Deontay Foreman fan than I am. All right. Look, Texas right there. I've seen every play this guy has ever played. I, I hope he's Deontay active. Foreman. The Bears don't. Maybe after last week, they changed their mind, but. He was inactive the first week because Herbert was up. He's going to be active, but I think if Roshan is up, Roshan gets most first run. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think it would be. Foreman won't go away. He'll get carries, but I think Roshan is first man up, even coming off three touchdowns. Well, I hope he's active so we can make a bet on that because I think it would be a dead split um, for sure. But my whole point of that was that if you're looking for, like there, there's the RB1s, there's the RB2s, and then I think there's a big collection of players that you can take shots on. Sometimes sure. we don't have that. There's a lot of guys you can take shots on, and you guys have already talked about a few. Mine is even a little bit of surprising to me because from the eye test last week, Daryl Henderson really popped out to me. But if you look behind some of it, Royce Freeman was actually a dude. And I'm going to go with Royce Freeman against Dallas. He ended up having... 3.83 yards after contact, or I think that was yard. Yeah. After contact, which ended up being like top 15 in the NFL. It's one game, but from that game alone was huge. He also had 46 yards after contact. That was all in the first game. And something interesting when taking a look at these guys and coming off the field, Daryl Henderson might in some instances have looked like a little bit of a better runner, but Royce, not only bowling guys down, is not going to come off on third downs because he was giving a an PFF a 70 pass block grade to a 30 to Daryl Henderson. And that tells you right there, he is not coming off the field on third down, which is going to give just better opportunities for him uh, from a snap perspective. And I think he would big hard runner, breaking tackles, might even be a goal line guy if they're moving through on Dallas. So I actually think that Royce Freeman is a sneaky, super sneaky option this week because the Rams have definitely wanted to run a decent amount. And I think you're going to at least get double-digit carries out of him. So Royce Freeman, my super sneaky sleeper RB for week eight. Going over to the wide receivers. This is one of my favorite plays of the week. Wide receiver, surprise uh, wide receiver one. Let's see if he moved. I didn't look here because that'll be my luck that he'll be like, wide receiver number (laughs) six now. No, he hasn't. He's actually wide receiver 16 on the list. It is Zay Flowers. Arizona giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers as well, outside of the fantasy points, the most yards and the most touchdowns over the last month. So over the last month there, PFF also gave the fifth best cornerback to wide receiver matchup. I think the Ravens are going to slice and dice the Arizona Cardinals I think Zay Flowers is breaking a big one. I'm I'm playing his receiving yards prop. I've already bet it. 
I might play his longest reception prop this week. The targets have been there. He's been the number one. The number one wide receivers against the Cardinals have all destroyed his own wide uh, wide receiver prop. And I think Zay Flowers is not even a sneaky. He just is a wide receiver one for this week against this bad Cardinals team. And Lamar Jackson, who is maybe the hottest quarterback in the NFL right now, they can run against the Cardinals, which works against this, but they will pass against and this will be a big Zay Flowers week. So Zay Flowers is my surprise wide receiver one of the week. Bogman, you're up. And I liked your pick, by the way. I probably would have picked this had I not locked into Zay Flowers and you hadn't picked this guy. Well, real quick on your pick, Zay Flowers, I was watching a PFF podcast and they were, you know, the flag football is going to be in the 2028 Olympics or whatever. And they were putting together their uh, Olympic flag football team out of NFL players. And Zay Flowers was one of them because of his stop start. And like, no one is going to be able to get his flag, which yeah. uh, I just, I can't get that out of my brain. It's such a good pick for something. Uh, of course, Tyreek is your number one pick. Oh, in flag football of course. Absolutely. For, you know, any position. It doesn't really matter. As long uh, as but, Arthur Smith isn't coaching that team. <laughs> and as long as ESPN analytics aren't doing the evaluations there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. right. Go on last night, but. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Christian Kirk uh, against my Steelers. And we saw Puka Nakua crush them out of the slot. Doesn't really matter who's going to be on Christian Kirk, who is the number one wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now uh, looks like Calvin Ridley is going by the wayside a little bit in this offense at this point, but Kirk it's wheels up. Um, the only reason he's not a wide receiver one is because there are no teams on bye week. It was There are so many options at wide receiver this week. It's crazy. It was kind of, it was harder to just narrow it down on the wide receiver side where you're like looking at these matchups for QB and running back and you're kind of picking through the grossness at wide receiver. It was like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Everything is great. So um, I'm going to go with Christian Kirk. Steelers suck against the slot guy. He's going to be the slot guy and he should torch us. So not going to be fun to watch, but a good pick. I know uh, because I'm a self-deprecating Steelers fan. Surprise RB one for week eight, Mr. Jeff Erickson, you are up. Uh, we'll go to that same game. We'll go with uh, your guy, George Pickens. Uh, that one. Uh, it, you know, same sort of theory that we were talking when you were talking up Kenny Pickett earlier. Uh, Jacksonville's a wagon. I mean, they're they're going to give up a lot of passing yards, and especially if they move the ball effectively themselves against Pittsburgh. That's going to only encourage the Steelers to have to throw the ball a little bit more often. So Pickens, even with Deontay Johnson back is still the the pure number one on this team now. Um, I think that has been fully established, and I think he he exploits this matchup. Over yeah. under four back shoulder fades. <laughs> uh, you know more than me, but I'll I'll take over. Sure, <laughs> it's the I really, only route he runs anymore. <laughs> I really like I really like I I wanted to actually think like Deontay Johnson was going to come back. It's it's not. It just it makes Pickens better. So I think this is a Pickens good. just it, it, Kenny Kenny Pickett said it, and he has not come off it. He said, "Look, if they're going to not put a safety." over the top on Pickens and he's going to get a one-on-one matchup. I don't care. I'm throwing the ball to him. And yeah. he does like he's held to his word. Like every time yep. he gets one-on-one, he runs the fade and, and that ball's going up. It's a 50, 50 ball, but usually Pickens comes down. With it. Yeah. I, I like that pick. All right. Uh, so we get to snake right back around. You get the surprise wide receiver two for the week, Jeff. Oh, uh, you know, I talked up Gardner Minshew earlier to be consistent. I'll go with the, his guy, Josh Downs. Oh, you stole my, you just <laughs> yes, broke my heart. You absolutely metal, stole mine. That was mine. Yeah, go. Love it. Um, I mean, the, the, the volume is getting there. And, you know, he seems to click with Minshew in particular, too, which I was surprised because I thought Richardson made a throw right before he got hurt that I didn't think Minshew could make. One of those, uh, you know, seam route sort of throws that was just a dime. Uh, but then. You see what Downs has done since then, and it, it's yeah. Aside from the Jacksonville game, where everything was just kind of wa- 
bonkers in that game. But I think Downs is really ascended. I think he he runs such good routes. I'm just I'm really impressed with him. All right, I like that one because that was what I had just to add. Josh Downs, by the way, can do everything. He can he runs great routes. Yep. He can get a contested catch as a small guy. Um, little bonus last week, I think on his big touchdown, Miles Garrett jumped off sides. That was a free play. Yep. And Gardner Minshew just put it up and Josh Downs took it all the way. So yeah, he, he seems like that. the guy five catches in his last three games. Also, he's the 17th highest scoring wide receiver from a per game uh, perspective over the last month. So, I mean, that is like high end wide receiver two stuff. So I really, really like that one. Uh, Boggs, you are up for your surprise wide receiver two of the week. Yeah, I'm going to go with Drake London here against the Titans. Titans secondary is bad. They don't have any good corners. This guy is the only wide receiver that's on the field every single play for the Falcons. If they get down, uh, he's going to be the guy. If they're up, he's still the guy. So, um, you know, I know he has been disappointing based on like preseason hype and where we've taken him. He's only been a wide receiver one once so far this season, but he's only been underneath a wide receiver for four twice. So he's at least getting you some viable points most weeks. Um, and he's because of his size, he's always a threat to score. So, uh, I'm going to go roll with Drake London against the Titans. All right. So I'm pivoting, uh, but I did have this guy, actually, this was one of the first ones I put up there and I had some great stats, but I deleted it because I went with Josh Downs. So that would have been good. <laughs> but my, um, let me see where he is ranked here just for perspective, because the wide receiver I'm going to go with surprise wide receiver two of the week is going to be Josh Palmer versus the bears. He's 35 this week. Palmer. 14 targets over the last two games. He's actually had at least seven targets in four straight games, has not had less than 60 yards receiving in four straight games as they pass the ball. You can definitely pass the ball a bit against the Bears. And um, he's, I, I think it was the fantasy stats on the last month. I want to say it might have been wide receiver 24, 25 he scored as well. So, I mean, he has been a wide receiver too. He's got a great floor. You know where the ceiling exists. He put that up last week where he scored 133. The touchdowns just have not been there, but that is something that hopefully we can rectify um, up against the Chicago Bears as the Bears have given up a receiving touchdown to wide receivers in every single game this season but one, except the Chiefs. That's the only one that wide receivers have not uh, caught a touchdown in. So give me Josh Palmer as my surprise wide receiver two of the week while also just loving the Josh Downs one. So then finally going over to sleeper wide receiver for the week, I, I kind of mentioned this before. Bogman actually mentioned it in the last episode as well. I'm going to go with Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, I think is in the forties ranked this week. And he has been the number one wide receiver for the Patriots. 16 receptions over the last two games. Dolphins are giving up the six most receiving yards and they are tied for the most receiving touchdowns over the last month to wide receivers. I like Mac Jones. I like Kendrick Bourne to be the guy. Kendrick Bourne is the new Jacoby Myers, and he is free and he is cheap. And maybe it's a little bit more floor. But like I said, I think the Patriots are going to pass more with the Dolphins. And this is the guy. Kendrick Bourne is the guy. So give me uh, Kendrick Bourne as my sleeper wide receiver for the week. You're up, Bugs. I wanted like 50 guys here there, there are so many good ones that are beyond 36 this week because there's no bye weeks i mean uh you know technically josh downs is still in this category right here hopkins gabe davis dobbs i mean but i'm i settled on uh kj osborne kj osborne is not sexy i would not say he's a good wide receiver but for fantasy minnesota is passing the ball they pass the ball 44 more times five times in seven games this season i mean 
they are a pass first offense with Kevin O'Connell, even with Jeff, uh, Justin Jefferson down past 47 times, I think against the Niners on Monday night football and Osborne is he just, he can get open. There's no Jair Alexander in this game. He's not going to make, make anyone miss or get a lot of, uh, yak rack, whatever, um, after catching the ball, but he'll get you five to six catches in this game against green Bay. And hopefully one of them's in the end zone. So I'm going to roll with KJ Osborne. You want to know an interesting volume. It's an interesting stat I saw last night. I just went to go confirm it. KJ Osborne has the most, the most snaps of any wide receiver lined up on passing plays than the NFL in this well, season. It's because it's he's the, the healthy guy in Minnesota, right? Yeah. Like if, if Jefferson would lead that by a mile, if it was, uh, you know, if he, if he was healthy, but they just, uh, also I think he still might have zero missed tackles forced. I mean, he, he catches the ball and falls down. He can run a good route, but he's not fast and he's not making anybody miss, but they keep throwing him the ball. So yeah, he has die, but, uh, Osborne is involved. He has 83 total yards after the catch. So he averages (laughs) 3.8 yards after a catch. So it is pretty much just what you get is what you get, but he was a great reception prop last week. So, um, he gets the targets. I actually, I want to love, I want to love uh, Addison this week, but I don't know. The focus is probably going to be a little bit more. I can't decide if the defensive focus will be more on Osborne who lines up as the one, or if they would shadow Addison, if they don't shadow Addison, Addison's going to go off this it's week. It's got to be Addison. It's got to be, but, Absolutely but, and, and, but if they, uh, if they do KJ Osborne becomes even more sneaky because yeah. he is, never comes out of it. So I, I like that one, Jeff, uh, you get to finish this bad boy off with a sleeper wide receiver for the week. I'm digging all the way down to ECR 69. Oh, baby. Nice. nice. And going with Jalen Hyatt on the Giants. I nice. love the matchup. I love the player. Uh, 70% of the snaps last week. My problem with the Giants is multifold. Uh, I mean, there's there's an offensive line. There's a quarterback issue. Uh, there's the fact that they have 17 different wide receivers that they try to play. Uh, but Hyatt, every time I see him, guys, when he they go to him, he makes a play. He looks special to me. This is a total eye test thing. This is this is not based in any sort of stats. But I mean, just every time I see him, you know, out there when they try to target him, he makes a play. I think he's ascendant. And I think they have to see that, that we're a better team when we get him involved. And I think this continue. I, maybe it doesn't go for big this week, but he's a guy you want on your roster. They got to take some game. shots at him because you got to stretch that field. Yes, because everyone's playing up uh, to get Saquon. The defense is stacking nine, ten in the box to stop him because it can't get anything passing. You hit a couple deep shots with Jalen Hyatt. You start warning the defense on it. Yep. And now everyone's moving a step or two back. He gives Saquon a little more running room. They should have been doing it from week one. And uh, Saquon's more viable now, too. Um, yeah. That's the other thing. So love, I think that, that works. Love Saquon this week, too. We're just waiting for his props to drop, his receiving props. Jeff Erickson over at Rotowire. What do you got going on? What do you want to plug here? Um, you have been, you, I mean, the multi-sport coverage has been something you've been doing for a long time and you are one of the top faces over at Rotowire. So what can we plug? What are we talking about? Just, I'd say just hit up our free trial. You can check out everything that we have to offer. Just go to rotowire.com slash pod gives you a peek behind the paywall for a couple of days. No credit card required. Uh, just put in a valid email address off you go. If you like it, we hope you subscribe. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What about on the show front? I still do a Sirius XM Monday through Thursday from five to seven best coast. That's eight to 10 East coast time. Um, yeah. So while you're watching the game, you don't want to hear the dulcet tones of Al Michaels. You want to hear me and Nick Whalen instead. 
listen to us uh, while we uh, talk about the game, do some live look-ins, and talk about Week 8 as a whole. Uh, Nick is a great guy, too. We don't, I haven't talked to Nick in forever because we don't do basketball anymore, but uh, yeah. Nick is a good dude. All right, there you go. Jeff Erickson on Twitter, Jeff underscore Erickson. Give him a follow. Jeff, thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, my friend. And we will see you in a mere week. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. And I, I won't be sober. Nice. <laughs> yeah, maybe he won't actually see you because he won't know. It's in this league. Voicemail. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. They here right now. So leave a message or whatever. Podcast listeners leaving messages. Stupid. Voicemails in this league at gmail.com officially on the chopping block. Uh, the voicemails are officially on warning. What they will turn into is the absolutely dedicated Jack Boyce segment because the constant is Jack Boyce's incredible talent on display with his amazing parody songs, which we have one this week. But we literally got one other voicemail and then Barrow absolutely under the gun. I'm guessing Bogman texts him. I saying, did not. Hey, oh, okay. It literally came. I as did we were tell him that it here. was that we're recording Thursday, and we usually rec- when we record stuff, it's usually later in the day than this. So I'm guessing that's what he was thinking. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, like well said, they're on the chopping block. Get him in. We've had a couple good weeks in a row before this. Yeah. So I'm expecting uh, a big bounce back next week. As I've always said, it's okay if they're not because if you guys don't send them in, you don't want them. We'll kill them. And that's fine. But next week, if it's like this, they're gone. And it'll literally just be the Jack Boyce segment. I will murder those voicemails. (laughs) And it will, I will literally just call it the Jack Boyce segment where he just gets his own time. And um, yeah, so just know that it's warning. So it'll be a shorter segment this week. We do have two voicemails. Um, They are the constants. Um, Let's get to them. Starting with Daddy. What is going on, guys? It's your boy, Moise. And you know what Moise doesn't love, but Daddy loves? Tight ends. Daddy loves watching tight ends. Don't say Moise like that. does not, because Moise's tight end is Tyler Higby. And Moise is still 6-1 and one in that league. So, going forward, can I drop Tyler Higby and just throw Taysom Hill in there? Because at least... Watching Taysom Hill is going to be a little more fun for me going forward. It's, I hate watching Higby. Also, um, let's I, stop there real quick. You're going to say no because you think T- Taysom Hill is garbage? I, I, I don't think he's garbage. Actually, he had another four catches last week. I think that's great. 
But Juwan Johnson is coming back this week, so I don't. I just don't know what Taysom's role is going to be. But I also I, I don't like, like Higby. Tyler Higby. No, I'm so, I'm over Higby. You can do. Yeah. I, you 100 can do this because I think Taysom can, you can maintain at least rotate. value. Maybe it's not going to be Taysom, uh, and but maybe he does have more value than Higby. But I think this is an official like rotating spot for you now. Higby so. is milk toast. It is just whatever. He's yeah, whatever. It, it, it's all about Puka. Easily can do that. I asked y'all about Cortland Sutton last week. Now we're good starting Cortland Sutton. Like Cortland Sutton's a permanent starter going forward at this point, right? And Why just number three? My yeah. pick of the week is gonna be the Minnesota Vikings over the Green Bay Packers. And honestly, I might alternate line it up as well. Um it's at minus one right now. I'm gonna see if I can get that like minus four, maybe minus five. All right, take care, guys. I'm not against it. I thought the Packers looked like garbage last week. And, I love that voicemail. No um, daddy at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, it wasn't coming for you at all. I don't know. Uh, the My problem is, is I feel like the Packers can turn it on. And we saw Jordan Love effective early in the year. And they have all their weapons now. But Jordan Love looked so lost in this last game. He looked like Desmond Ritter. They could not move the ball. And Minnesota looked like monsters. Absolute monsters out there. So... I'm a little torn because I worry about in Green Bay and then picking up. But from what we saw last week, I would alternate play that as well. I think the Vikings are exponentially a better team than the Green Bay Packers. But I'm just not sold that that is um, finality, that that yeah, is what it is. I don't think it's exponential that the Vikings are that much better than the Packers. But I, they're playing better now. The Packers are playing some bad football. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with the Vikings on that one too. Okay. And I think you and I have the Vikings in our pick them anyway. Yep. So mm-hmm. uh, we're doing that. All right. Uh, the barrel report barely got in lucky. The I even barely rapport, the barely in rapport. So what do we got barrel Bogman Welsh ITL Hello. a man attempting to walk around the world drowned today. It's the barrel rapport. What happened? A man walking around the world uh, uh, drowned. What does that mean? That means you can't walk all around the world. There's too much water. Is that a saying? Nope. Just a weird joke. <laughs> that a it joke? might be from Futurama. I don't remember. Was that a joke? Yeah. Hold on. I hold on. Man walked around the world today and drowned. I have to know what does this mean? I don't think it means anything. <laughs> this is a, wait, it might be a George Carlin quote. Maybe. Mm. Pero, you've absolutely broken me. What the f*** does that mean? <laughs> what are we talking? What is that? E- I- I'm going to listen to it again. Bogman, Welsh, ITL. A man attempting to walk around the world drowned today. It's the Barrel Report. What? What's the transition? What's I happening? Don't I don't know. Listen. The- it's my all-time favorite voicemail. Listen to the thing and then into like like that set up the barrel report. TL, a man attempting to walk around the world drowned today. It's the barrel report. <laughs> it's, it's the barrel report. I like it. You know what? Let's get weird quotes that don't make sense of break well. I'm all of, I mean, it's the most week, barrel. it's Let's the most it. ITL thing of all time. It is a hundred percent an ITL thing. I it, you know, honestly, I thought it might have been a cliche that you messed up a while back. I, like, it, it sounds like that. Listen. If you told me that was a quote from uh, Futurama, I'd believe it because that's something he quotes all the time. If sure. you if you said uh, that was a Welshism, I'd 
believe that I probably said something stupid like that before. Hundred <laughs> percent. But the no context. Well, part of a Carlin joke. Like, what is the context of the Carlin joke? Well, you know? I, I typed it in, and like one of the top things was like, I think George Carlin may have said this. I, okay. <laughs> it literally broke my brain. It literally it was a George Carlin quote. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, George Carlin quotes the evening news, a man who was attempting to walk around the world drowned today on the first leg of his journey, which would have taken him from San Francisco to Honolulu. So that was, yeah. uh, I mean, that's a ridiculously stupid George Carlin joke, but, um, <laughs> George, Car uh, no, let's not do that. Let's not do a George Carlin thing. I was about to do a George Carlin thing. Let's yeah, do the rest of the know. barrel report. You completely broke me barrel or lock of the week chargers over the bears. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> Upset of the week, Atlanta over the Titans. Star two PPR, Rice, Gabe Davis, Godwin, or Deontay? So wait, what? Gabe, Rice, Deontay, and who? Uh, Godwin. So who are you starting? Deontay and Rice. I don't. I I, I don't know about Godwin on Thursday. Well, was there a fourth? It was Rice, Gabe, Gabe, oh, Davis. Gabe. I would start Rice and. Deontay or Godwin? Probably Deontay. Yeah, because of the Gabe stuff. I mean, or I love Godwin Gabe, stuff. but he's so boomer bust. You're getting one for 17 or two for 193 and two scores. It's crazy. Yeah. Starts it PPR. Roshan or Warren? If Roshan is up, it's Roshan. If Roshan is up, I probably go Roshan, but I don't know, man. I, I, I'm going to talk about on Bet This League. The Jags are the team to throw to your running backs. They have given up the most receptions to RBs. I just don't know where Warren sits because Warren got used less this past week, but he's the receiver. I just, I don't know where we're at with it. So Ro Roshan feels safer and I don't love him as much. I as mean, Bobby, they've also but. played some teams that throw to the running backs a lot too. Um, uh, Jacksonville. So, yeah, and well, the Steelers do that. The Steelers do that with Jalen Warren and they they did it this past week with Najee. They just did it a little bit less than usual. So, um, all right. What else? This just then saliva when swallowed in small amounts causes cancer. All right, taters and baiters. Atlanta, Washington. Barrel <laughs> <laughs> Sama out. Oh, was that real? Is uh, that probably. true? Um, Why? Barrow, uh, look at what you're doing to Welsh, by the way. Saliva cancer? This is this is torturing Wait. him. If you... I just don't know what would happen. Like, if you swallow too much saliva, will you get, get cancer. cancer? Well, if you look at WebMD, if you talk or uh, are awake too often or drink too much water, you'll get cancer. So... <laughs> what is this? If you breathe. Yeah, Someone yeah, said the, the, this excessive. <laughs> what does it say? I don't know. There is was it a, even appropriate to read on the podcast. No, it was like Google wanted to be like, did you mean if you swallow too much saliva, you will get cancer from watching TV? <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> like, listen, there there's too much meta going on. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> there's no context. It's breaking me on what both of those are and there's no context none of us on on its own it sounds insane and now there's too much saliva in my mouth and i've clearly got cancer and it is well, don't swallow it spit it out spit it cancer. out all right 
Uh, that's like the open. All right, uh, there you go, Barrow. That was hands down the weirdest one yet, but there's probably great stories behind it, and it is uh, it is the epitome of in this league. All right, uh, final up here. It is the voicemail, and it says, start Derek Carr. <laughs> Jack said, every week I try to do a Puka one, and then I bail. This one is solid, um, and go D-backs. So there we go. I love it. Let's check it out. This is start Derek Carr. He said, I know, but you can shoot bombs of text. You'll never be famous, nor superstar on the field. But yes, some fantasy points he could yield. Come on. Maybe you should start Derek Carr. No, he's not going to be a star. Maybe you can start Derek Carr. And maybe Taysom won't snipe you. Beep, 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 yeah. Maybe you can start Derek Carr. No, he's not gonna be a star. Maybe you can start Derek Carr. And maybe Taysom won't snap you. Beep, 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 yeah. Come on. Beep, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beep, 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 yeah. Of in super flex. Beep, 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 yeah. Now he's single quarterback lean. Beep, 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 yeah. Captain Jack. Mm. You <laughs> throw me a Beatles parody and I'm going to vibe for hours. I love that. Baby, you can stop my car. Beep, 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 baby, yeah. I love, love the parody. I didn't, I did not know where it was going when I saw the title. Fantastic job. Jack Boyce, throw me some Always Beatles bangers. Every Always. Time, every week. Baby. I know. And you can also, I love that we can, we can get like irrelevant players too. Like we got like Bajent and Derek Carr, like being able to put those together are phenomenally awesome. Jack Boyce is too talented on Twitter at Jack Boyce, Jack Boyce parody songs on Instagram. Give him a follow. It's too much. It's too much. And I love it. I'm going to listen, literally listen to that song after that. I, that's one of my favorite beat. I mean, I grew up with like Beatle, a bunch of music people in my family and Beatles were just like, thrown on me and all the songs are imprinted in my head you're very and unique you like the beatles that's crazy yeah i know i'm it's super super <laughs> unique there. Yeah. Heard of the rolling stones <laughs> next um, thing you know you're gonna say you like metallica that's I, I was gonna say the same thing with metallica that's funny that we get that all right well um now i'm just uh all of my saliva and i'm getting cancer and i'm <laughs> completely distracted so we're gonna have you to end the totally podcast. screwed up the whole day for yep. welsh barrel it is hilarious every time i have the saliva in my mouth i'm gonna be like cancer Plah! just yeah. spit it out and bring us a uh if you sub your toe too many times you're definitely gonna die of a heart attack I gotta, barrel, so. I, here's what's super important i got a credit to barrel here because what you've done is you've created a episode in two your head i need your head i need the explanation 
of both of those things. I need to know what was the quote. I was drinking something. Dude, oh, you're getting cancer. Your I oh, need yeah. to know the 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 explanation of the the first two. So maybe save it for the voicemail next week. I think everybody wants to know for the quote. Which maybe other people are gonna be like, you know you what? Don't even George Carlin. Don't even bother it. No, don't even bother with that barrel. Just make it another weird one that Welsh can't figure out. That's what everybody wants. Oh, you're just so. going to keep breaking my brain. Yeah. 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 Just weird uh, comedian quotes that don't make sense. And then something that'll give you cancer at the end. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, both just, of just those. Perfect. There's like there's like four guys that are just like, what are you talking about? You guys don't know reference. They're going to be like, this is what this is. And Bar- Barrel would be one of those guys. I just I don't. It broke my brain and Bogman doesn't know either. So. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Good luck this week. We'll be back again tomorrow for Bet This League if you guys want to bet with us. Uh, we'll be dropping our ranks this weekend for your starts if you're over at InThisLeague.com. So come and join up. Support us. We would appreciate that when you uh, support on the Patreon. Next week should be normal-ish, except Bogman and I will be in person. So there might be some extra fun content going out there. So thank you guys as always. Good luck with all of your fantasy teams. And we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on In This League. Goodbye, friends. See you.